All right, we're gonna be doing things a little bit different today. We're having a duo aligned with purpose in life and leadership and the Leaders Life podcast where Amar and I are gonna come together and just have an epic conversation and allow all of you guys to just be a fly on the wall and listen to it. So today I'm joined with Amar Asad and he is a serial entrepreneur, a father, a business owner, and one of my dear friends at this point. And I'm just so honored to have you on the show and just to share this conversation with you. I mean, I know you've been working with Rob Dial, running his program, and that's one of the reasons that we've become so close. And you've been such a huge mm -hmm. part of my entrepreneurship journey, and I just can't wait to share this conversation with you today. Same here. And I'm excited to do this duel. This is something new for me as well. Jamie is a dear, dear friend. Jamie was the one through the Rob Dial program that got me to do this podcast. And from there, we've just been having fun jamming out. And then let's not forget about Jamie, who, by the way, is one of the top podcasters in the world with her aligned with purpose in leadership, with life and leadership, mm -hmm. helps leaders become who they were born to be and helps their message get in the hands of those that they call to serve. She helps coaches grow their businesses without being held hostage with their laptop. So yeah, you know what? You're a badass too, Jamie. And <laughs> I want you to also elaborate on like how badass and how amazing you've been and how why, why, why I'm loving about this conversation is that like you and I are going to jam out about like what normal things happen. For example, how people change their mind in their career, whether it, you, you and I witness it all the time. You've done that multiple times. And it's like where somebody just does not feel obligated. Hey, I put the effort into this, so I have to stick with it. And I think this is going to be a really fun time, as I said, jamming out and being able to hopefully, hopefully uh, help, help at least one person from this. Yeah. Oh, I love that topic already because I feel like when entrepreneurs look at their journey and they think about making a shift or a pivot, it's almost like they feel like they have to give something up. But I feel it's just you getting in more alignment with what you're meant to do. I mean, we're all learning and growing on this journey. And so when you let something go, it's not a sad thing. It's like, no, I'm shedding something that's not serving me. Right. So I'm curious yes. your thoughts on that. Well, I'll give you an example. I mean, you and I have a mutual friend who's an attorney. She went her whole life, her whole life to like to be one of the greatest badass, you know, busted her ass attorney. And she hit all the milestones that needed to be to become that. She busted her ass in law school and was able to then prepare, uh, prepare and get past the, the bar exam and then became a, a top attorney. However, after spending all that time, effort and money, she realized this is not what I want to do. Society told me this is the job. This is going to bring me the money. This is going to get me the house that I want, the car that I want. However, I just don't like this shit. Like it's, I mean, that's what it came down to. But she felt obligated and stuck until a month ago. No, I'm, I'm lying to you. Maybe a couple of months ago, two or three months ago, she said, you know what? I don't want to be an attorney anymore. I want to live what I was made, what I was brought into this world to do. And it was to help and change lives. And I'm just like, that right there, it can tell you is like, if, if somebody who spent hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars to get this law degree and can just tell you right now that hey, they did it for the wrong reasons, or they did it because at the time they thought it was right. Today, they realize, hey, you know what? I want to follow my dreams. And Jamie, that's that's hard to do. I witness it every day working and coaching with Rob Dial along with, you know, with what you and I share all, all the time. 
Oh no. I, yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. And it's, it's like difficult when you've put in so much time, energy, and effort for one thing to say, Hey, that's like, think of how hard that is to say, Hey, I know I've put in this much time, energy, and effort, but it's just not for me and being able to walk away from it. I mean, Steve, my fiance is going through the same exact thing, right? He went to school for all these years to be a therapist. And he's like, I don't like this. He's like, I know I'm helping people, but just like, I don't enjoy it anymore. And so he's at this crossroads where it's like, do I let go of this thing that I thought I wanted for so long and become the creator of my life? And look at Steve though. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to know Steve and I've had that conversation with him and you can yeah. tell like when you're talking to Steve, he's pulled, he's pulled in two directions on his, in by himself though, in his head. Yeah. He's like, I want to do this, but wait, I'm not supposed, I'm supposed to be a doctor, but well, no, 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 but I don't want it. So yeah. like you're having that in, inner battle between yourself of what's right and what's wrong. But where I think, where I think with our like lawyer friend, I think that the one thing that she was really, really worried about was judgment. It came down to judgment. Her whole family knew that, you know, that she went to school for that. It was also kind of clout in a way. It was more of like, hey, you know what? Like, I'm a fucking badass attorney, Jamie. Like, I'm, 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 I've earned it. I'm here. And so it was more about like, what are people going to think now that I don't want to be attorney and I just want to help people in in, in a different light. And it's, it's about judgment. And I, I'm just, I'm just so sick and tired of that. I hear this every day, every day that working in, in, in this self-development world, how there's always somebody that's trying to hold someone else back. And it drives me crazy. Yeah. But, but she went through all of that to become this successful attorney, but it's like, that's not where the road ends. You're supposed to keep growing from that position. And if you let go of an old identity, that's no longer serving you in the further growth, it just makes sense to let it go. So I think that's where, you know, people have to understand it's not, yeah, it's not about losing yourself or disappointing someone. It's about, hey, you know, there's something more for you and you're going to use the lessons and the experience that you've reached up until now to guide you on what's to come, right? Yeah. yeah and it's society. Hard. It's society. It, it like, think about like with, with Steve, doctor and our friend attorney. It's like yeah. when you're a kid, they're like, be a doctor, be a lawyer. If you're a doctor and you're a lawyer, you are considered successful. You have made it. You made it. And it's like, wait, like who made up that rule? Like who actually said that rule? And why do I have to follow this construct of I now have to stick with this, even though I realize it's not for me, but because society told me this is what it's supposed to be. Therefore, I can either be, you know, make money and be miserable or, you know what, take a pay cut, find myself, find my purpose and be happy. Mm-hmm. That's the inner, that's the inner battle. That's what it comes down to money versus happiness. At the end of the day, Jamie, that's, that's it. You want to peel all the layers, all the onions, everything money versus happiness. 100%. Hundred percent, and that's a conversation we have all the time. It's like if you don't like it, then change it. <laughs> like we hold the paintbrush, we have a blank canvas, which is life, and we get to choose what we paint. So if you don't like the painting that you see, start over. Start the over. Thing about Burn it, it is to the ground. But the thing about it is that sometimes the excuse would be like, "But I've never painted before." Yeah, I've just I've never yes. painted before. It's not gonna have that image that it does. Oh no, the paintbrush has a little bit of a. It's not a perfect paintbrush. We got to go back over there and get a new one. Let's order it. It's gonna come two weeks from now, so I won't do anything until that perfect paintbrush comes comes in. That's mm-hmm. that's the type of stuff I hear it all the time. Thank At the you. end of the day, 
we're all holding ourselves back. We're all holding ourselves back because we are, we're scared. We're scared of judgment and we're scared of the reality of choosing happiness over money because society has told us that we got to work, 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 no matter what, like my dad has busted his tail his whole life, works 60, 70 hours a week. And that's all he knows what to do. And mm -hmm. his dad, the same thing. And the answer is the same thing. It's like, no, like the buck's got to stop somewhere. Yeah. We've got to break chains. I mean, I agree completely. My dad's been in the same career for over 25 years now. And as a thank you for 25 years of service, they sent him a knife set. And I, when I, when I was there when it arrived actually. And when that happened, I was just like, Oh God, like that's their thank you. They don't realize like how many birthdays he missed, how many how many games he missed, like all the things that he mixed missed. And every time he did show up to a game, by the way, he was wearing his uniform for work, right? Because he was that into this career. And he actually just went through open heart surgery. And oh. so he had like nine or 10 weeks off of work and he didn't know what to do with himself. Because he's like, without work, who am I? Because they become so in the system that we live in. And so it's like, Amar, I mean, at what point, God, like people got to wake up to this, to the fact that life, life wasn't meant to be lived working and doing something that doesn't light your soul on fire. But that makes no sense though. That makes no sense though, Jamie. I've been That's told true. my this whole life that I got to go to school. I got to go to school. And then after I go to school for, for, you know, and past, past my, my senior year in high school, then I have to go take a loan out and then get a big ass loan and pay for, for my college and my degree. And then from there, I pay for my college and degree. And then I'm, you know, and then I, and I meet a woman and I get married. And now all of a sudden I can't buy a house because I have a hundred thousand dollar plus in debt because of this quote unquote American dream. And yeah, I'm calling that American dream is fucking bullshit. I mean, it's bullshit. If you have to take out hundreds of thousands of dollars and in the meantime, pay that back, pay that back while trying to trying to like live yourself, you're going to be in debt your whole life. The system yeah. is meant for you to work until you're 75 years old. And you said it right now about your dad. Yeah, I know that feeling. Jamie, I just had my second knee surgery in the past 30 days. And I can tell you right now, for just 24 hours sitting still, is so hard when you're go, 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 go. So yeah. I cannot even imagine your dad being out that long, but yeah. it's all yeah. he knows. And I I just, I had to just second, I had to just double click on what you just said right there. Yeah, no, I feel like that's a really even like beautiful segue into like business, entrepreneurship, because that's where in my mind, when my family was telling me to go to school, go to college, I looked at their lives and I was like, hold up. <laughs> There's got to be another way because that's not how I want to live my life. And so I started to realize, okay, if I didn't invest all this money into college and I started investing it into like, you know, hiring someone who's running a business to show me how they did it or invest it in myself and becoming more of this version of me that I feel like I'm being called to step into, right? It's like if I spend the money on that versus a certification that I'm going to hang up on the wall or a diploma that I'm going to hang up on the wall, that felt like what I needed to do. Right. But there was once again, going back to like family and people saying, Hey, that's not the way society wants us to do it. That's not normal. You shouldn't do that. Right. They're trying to keep us safe. But I think that's why so many people right now, I mean, you see it every day. So many people are entering the world of entrepreneurship because they know that there's another way because people have broken that four minute mile and proven, Hey, 
you don't have to do what you're what you've been told to do your whole entire life you've been lied to and so we're experiencing it and it's a beautiful well, thing jamie you've heard me say this millions of times about how change happens in two ways either you control the change or the universe controls your changes yeah i mean the, cha uh, the universe control your change if covid and the pandemic has not taught you anything is that there is a nothing guaranteed but change so true. that's it there's nothing guaranteed but for change and it's like at this point right now if you if anybody listening that's just like you know what I'm at a job right now that's just not serving me, right? Not serving me. It's fine. We're not saying, don't quit. Don't like quit and just automatically just be like, I'm going to figure out. No, that's ridiculous. But have a plan in place. Three-month plan, six-month plan, even one-year plan. But the thing about it is that you need a freaking plan because you can't just, you can't wing it. This is not something that you could wing. And I've seen people try to wing it and it's just like, it just blows up in their face. We were just talking about someone who just, you know, quit their job and now struggling because they didn't have a plan in place. It's like, you have to have a plan in place, but I'll stop. But it's like, for example, if you want to become a doctor or lawyer, you go to, you know, you go to law school, you go to medical school. Right. Yeah. But let's just say you want to be, I want to start a podcast. What did I do? I reached out to Jamie right here. And Jamie is a podcast episode expert who does my, who, who produces and directs and does everything about my podcast. She runs, she's a, runs the project podcast agency. I could have easily tried to figure it out. I could have easily tried to figure it out. But I can tell you right now, there's no chance in hell I would have done over 40 podcast episodes if I was doing it on myself at the pace right now. It's that I hire, you know, hired an expert, a professional. Same thing with a plumber. You have a, you know, you have a leak in your house, you're gonna hire a plumber. If you have electrical electric issues in your house, power outage, you you contact the electrician. Guess where I'm getting at is that you got to go to people in their genius zones if you want to learn and execute whatever it is that you want to do. And I feel like, Jamie, people are, based on my experience, they're so scared. They're so scared to take that leap of faith, to do something that they've always wanted to do, because in their head, they like to view it as that fantasy, as that, you know what, one day... It's gonna happen one day. I'm gonna I'm gonna do all that, and it's just like yeah, really like wh what what have you done to even make that one day one percent reachable? Mm. Yeah, that's so true. It's so true. And then when they get time off, like I see this all the time, it's like they sit down and watch Netflix or they go out with their friends or there's nothing wrong with those things, right? But when you're not actively taking steps to be more aligned with your purpose every single day. And that purpose being like your North Star, being the thing that's guiding you, being this vision that you're being called to step into. If you're not taking steps towards that every single day, I don't think you should be doing anything else, truthfully. And and I mean, I feel like purpose is such like this big topic and people get kind of scared by it. But in reality, what that means is like doing something that you love every single day. I mean, truly, I think that's what it means. It's like being the creator of your life and making it everything you've always wanted. Right. And then yeah. along the way, you're going to find what you what you're meant to be doing because you're allowing yourself to be open to it. So it's like by sitting by Netflix or numbing yourself in any type of way and not being open to receiving the answers, you're not going to receive them at all. And Rob Dial said it best to just, just a second what you said. He goes, it's OK to not know what your purpose is, but yeah. it's OK to not know what your purpose is. However, it's not OK to not try to pursue and look for it each and every day. Yep. And it sounds like it's easier said than done, but it's so true. Even with me, when I joined, when I joined the mentor program and I, the last thing I thought was I was going to be a mentor to coaches. I tell you that right now, I just went in there. 
you know, it was during the pandemic. And then from there, you know, now I'm one of the the head head coaches and mentors for his program, but it would have never, ever, ever, ever happened if I did not decide to take that quote unquote leap of faith because change was occurring with the universe with the pandemic. And that's why I tried something new, but I can just ask you, like, I just want to know what's your honest answer about why do you think it's so difficult for somebody listening right now that wants that wants to 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 ha, ha, be a coach, be a badass coach, or wants to be that badass entrepreneur, or wants to be that just person that wants to live their dream life and do something about it, but is not doing it, Jamie, yep. because it's new, it's uncomfortable, and it's scared. So you've coached a lot of people as well. So what is your guidance, and, and you know what is your what is your take on that? Yeah, I love this question. I think it's two things: scarcity, scarcity is a huge one. And yes, fear, but it's fear of money and lack of trust. So scarcity, fear, lack of trust, because they're like, oh, well, what if I quit my job and then I don't make any money? It's like, you've got to trust that what you're building is going to bring in money and that you're going to impact a lot of lives and you're just going to make money. Like they don't trust. And therefore then they're, the doubt creeps. And they're like, whoa, 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 I'm just going to stay and keep doing what I'm doing because it's safe. It's safe. But you've got to jump off the cliff. Like, it's so much fun on the way down. Like that's where it comes down to as an entrepreneur, like loving the journey. And I know that's like, that's a really huge topic. And sometimes it's really hard because entrepreneurship can feel like a freaking roller coaster. But that's why it's so important. It's because it's about trust. It's about loving the journey, even when there's highs, even when there's lows. <laughs> and just it's but but you want to know it's so hard. What I've learned is that. People can trust people, people can trust strangers, but people can't trust themselves, Jamie. Yeah. That's so what it comes down to. Like you're saying, trust, trust, trust. And it's like, you know what? Like at the end of the day, if you don't trust yourself, why the hell am I going to give you money? Exactly. To, to support your business. If you don't even have that courage, you don't have that belief, that trust in yourself. Why? Who the hell else will? And it's, and I, and I hate this saying, but I love this saying, but I hate this saying. It's like ready, fire, aim. Mm -hmm. But it's so true is that I've I, I've been blessed to be with Rob Dial and see over thousands of coaches go through their journey. So I can tell you that like just been blessed to see the journey. But there's a, the most common denominator that I see within coaches, brand new entrepreneurs is that the reason why they are not moving the needle even a little bit forward, Jamie, is because they need it to be perfect. Yep. Uh, perfect. It's got, oh, Jamie, no, no, no. My, my content, you put leaders, live podcast, and you didn't put the apostasy on the S. Let's, let's start it all over. Like, it's got to be perfect. And I swear to you, my, my definition of perfection is that perfection is just a delay for your dreams. That is the word. Perfection delays you to and for your dreams. So what do you say on that? I couldn't agree more. So actually, when I look back at my journey, even kind of recently, the reason things really shifted in my business is because I was like, I don't care about any of the little details. I'm just going to do the work. It's like, I'm just going to show up. I'm going to put my head down and I'm going to do the thing and enroll people into my program. And I'm going to change their lives, but I don't care what their background is. I don't care, you know, what their social media platform looks like. I'm just going to help them at the highest level ever. And I stopped. Let's hold me back from that. 
and just things started working because I stopped getting in my own way and getting in my own head about but, it. But, 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 but let's have fun with this now. Yeah. But you were in your way a lot of the time. Oh, We've had oh, multiple conversations. The roller coaster. The roller coaster. But here's yeah. the deal though. You stuck through it. And that's yeah. the one thing that I'm seeing. I, I was heartbroken that I was on social media looking for like older people that were part of the program and stuff that did not, just did not take action. And, you know, and they were awesome people. They, were, they even said, hey, I didn't take advantage of the program. And now they're working for Uber. Not that there's anything wrong with Uber, but that was not a part of their plan. They're delivering yeah. pizza. They're doing the Uber Eats stuff. They're they're not living the life that they wanted because what's the saying? Like they gave up what they wanted most now for, you know, you know that you know what I'm saying? That yeah. I'm going to jack it all up. It's more along the lines of like they sure shiny object now that they enroll their money. They got into the program they wanted. And as soon as they got into that program, they decided to not do anything about it. And then after they, they finished the program, they realized, oh shit, what the hell did I do? I just spent money on an amazing program. I took no action and now I need money. So what am I doing? Now I'm delaying myself again to my goals. So I have to now get a job that whether it's working, working for corporate America or whether it's, you know, being a contractor for Uber Lyft or whatever it is. But at the end of the day, I see their dreams get, get paused because at the time that was supposed to take action, they decided to, I say infobesity, mm -hmm. where they just wanted to gather so much information and do nothing with it. They hop on live calls. Jamie, you've helped me on live calls before. They'll come on that live call, get so much value about it. And then what do you do with it? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. That's my point. So to somebody right now who taking that one step, right? And they're there. What, what What is the advice that you're going to give them other than I can tell you right now, don't be comfortable. That's my one thing. But what's your advice to that one person that's like, okay, I took that step. I joined Jamie's program. I joined a business program. I signed up for a damn being a firefighter, whatever the heck it is to your passion. And you took that first step of what you wanted to do, right? And then you start second your guess the way that you did. What is your advice to them? Yeah. Well, first off, don't be attached to the outcome. Like I've joined a lot of programs and I've hired a lot of mentors and I never got what I thought I would from a program, like exactly what I joined it for. Like it just didn't, it just didn't happen because I wasn't, I wasn't ready for that yet or wh whatever the thing was. Right. It's like, but the experience that I actually did get from the program got me closer to what I truly wanted. So it's like, you just keep going, you keep going, you try the next thing that's on your path because you're going to get a lesson from it. So number one is definitely don't be attached to the outcome. But I would say the second part of that is like, if your coach or mentor or program keeps saying to do the same things again and again and again, and they're not getting hung up on the little nuances that you're focusing on, stop focusing on the nuances because they don't matter and start doing the three things that they continuously say again and again to just focus on, do it, even if it sucks, just do it and get results. And then from there, you can start, you know, focusing on other things that you actually want to do. But yeah, it's like, no, I mean, the, I guess the, the what I'm laughing because I'm thinking it's like, it's like me looking at like, I have this poster of like Arnold Schwarzenegger with his big ass biceps and being like, I want those biceps, but I'm just staring at my dumbbells. Yeah. I want them biceps, but I'm staring at my dumbbells. Like dumbbells, <laughs> yeah. give me those biceps. It's like, no, you got to like what you said a little while ago. And I think I'll, I'll paraphrase, but it's like fall in love with the process. Yeah. Like 
fall in love with getting yourself into a routine. Fall yourself, you know, fall in love with yeah, into getting a routine. Get into some type of a positive, positive, proactive like mindset in how you start your day off. And I was, I was, I just did an episode about this. I just recorded it about like if you are not proactive in the daytime or know what you're gonna do. If you're not like planning your day, if you're waking up right now, Jamie, and you and I are planning our day, like we're going to have a reactive day. For sure. It's like, you know, I mean, especially like we're both parents, we're, we're, we're both, we both have spouses. We both understand that like we have responsibilities and we can't operate that way. Same thing goes for that person who has no responsibilities. You have to still, still, in my opinion, have that schedule, that calendar that you, you plan out every 15 freaking minutes yeah. until you execute it. Because you said it earlier, you know how many times I've justified watching Netflix because, oh yeah, I don't, I, I did this or I can, I can bullshit my way. Like I'm lying to myself. Yeah. I'm lying to myself. I'm not lying to anybody. I'm lying to myself. That's the problem. Oh, for sure. For sure. No. And I, I feel like when we were talking about what to focus on during your day, I mean, that's what we did. I was doing right before we got on here. I was like, yeah, Mar, hold on. I'm, uh, I'm figuring out the thing that I'm going to do today, right? Like the one thing I'm going to do today, that's going to knock over the domino and everything else is going to fall, right? Like that's what I let drive my day. But I ran a uh, training for my group last week and we had this picture of a tree. Okay. And on the bottom, right underneath the ground line, is purpose on one side and priorities on the other. And so when we're talking about purpose, and I said it was like your North Star or your vision, I'm sorry, your vision is your North Star, but your purpose is like your compass. And so when you know what your purpose is, you know what to prioritize. When you know what to prioritize, you can show up productively. When you show up productively, you profit. But the problem is so many people are just focused above the ground, right? So, so when we're looking at the branches, right, we're looking at the top half of the tree, you have productivity and profit. People are only focused on those two things, but they're missing the purpose and the priorities below Correct. it. And that's the, that's the whole problem. And that's why I feel like coaching in the industry that we're in is so beautiful. It's because we focus on the roots. We focus on growing down in order to grow up. And like prior to meeting you and being a part of, you know, the programs that I've been in for coaching, it's like, I was focused on growing the tree up. Well, what do I need to, or where do I need to show up to be productive? And what do I need to do to get profits? The achievement side, I need to do, 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 right? Like you said before, but it's like my tree would topple over. Again and again and again, like any small little breeze, any person who said something, any self-doubt in myself would knock my tree over and I'd start fresh every single time. But now it's like when you can grow those roots down and take the time, oh gosh, your tree's not going anywhere. Like that's a tree that's going to last generations to come because you're growing it from such like a epic, strong foundation. No, I, I love I love that analogy about the tree because what you're saying essentially too is that there's no such thing as an overnight success or instant no. gratification is what you're trying to say. You're trying to say is that you need to nurture water and take care of those roots, that dirt, make sure it's good dirt, good soil. Before we're even worried about the image of the tree, we got to make sure that we're setting a good foundation for that for that seed. And I yeah, I just love that love that analogy because yeah. more more than anything, again I'll say this, it's like. There's no such thing as an overnight success. Like there isn't, I, I don't. And if there is, it's, it's, as I said, it, it's easier to win the lottery. So like, if you think you're going to wake up tomorrow and be rich, I hope to God that happens to you, but I wouldn't rely on that. I just, I yeah. just wouldn't rely on that. Yeah. And honestly, Amar, like this goes back to what you're we talking about earlier when it comes to like family and friends and yourself questioning the journey. Okay. And I feel like your family and friends 
when you start this journey, they're looking for the brand and the leaves. And they're like, oh, I don't see the leaves, AKA like the money coming in or your successful website or like all these client testimonials. So they're not seeing those things. And so they're like, oh, you should go get a real job. But what they're not seeing is the fact that your roots are growing deep, right? But the thing is, is if you start questioning, oh, they're right. There's not a tree forming above the surface. There's not leaves. Then you get in your own head. And if you're not strong enough, right back to the roots, then that's when, you know, people kind of go back to what society tells them is normal at the same time. Right. And, yeah. But you know what though? And I'll, and I'll say this very candidly about like, I remember when I was going to start my podcast, you know how many people told me don't start my podcast, Jamie, I mean, probably more people than, than, than actually that did tell me to start my podcast at the wow, time. Wow. Really? Because it was just like, Hey, it's a, it's, it's very competitive. There's Tony Robbins, Dial, there's Jay Shetty. There's like, there's a billion, 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 you know, other podcasters. Like what? Don't do it. And it actually stuck in my head. And it was like something until I had that conversation with you. And then I pulled the trigger, of course. But it something that I almost needed to hear, as weird as that sounds, I almost wanted somebody to talk me out of it mm-hmm. because I was already uncomfortable with it. So it's like, if I know, I know I, I knew I've always wanted to do it and I was just meant to do it, but I was kind of hoping for somebody to talk me out of it. But then fortunately, like I got over, got over being uncomfortable and was able to, you know, fortunately, as I said, with your support, have been able to have fun with it. But where I, where I guess where I'm getting at is that if I'm going to rely on other people who are just going to tell me, who are not going to push myself, who are not going to push me to be successful, push me to want to challenge myself. Because, you know, I always say like a good friend, good family member, good circle is going to give you that pat in the back, but also that kick in the ass. And if you're not, if you're around people who are going to say, Hey, you know what? I don't think you should level up. Ask them why not ask them why not? Because the same people, Jamie, and I'm going to say this as cocky as it freaking sounds, the same people who told me, Amar, don't stop, don't start a podcast are now the same people telling everybody how they freaking know me and how they're trying to get on the podcast. And that's what it comes down to. I'm just saying that because it's like, you don't know who are haters. You don't know who, what it is. And at at the end of the day, you know what you need to do. Don't try to rely. I don't even care. I didn't even rely on my wife or, 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 you know, my closest friends. And when it comes down to these type of things, it's gotta be something within myself, but if I went up to my wife and try to downplay the situation, she'd probably be like, then don't do it. Don't do it. But if I'm going to go in there and say, I want to do this, I want your support. And they're not giving you your support. Go find yourself another friend. I mean, exactly. I, I hate to say it that way, but if they're not going to support you in something as starting a podcast or starting something that is as Jamie used your purpose, then that's one of the many reasons why you're in the same, same spot that you were in yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And I think most people will remain in that spot forever, right? Unless they themselves make the decision. And I remember on my journey of entrepreneurship, there was a lot of times I didn't have anybody. Like I remember, gosh, this was maybe like three years ago now. I was so alone in entrepreneurship. Seriously. I mean, I was like, am I the only person out there who's this crazy? Like, what am I doing all of this for? And then I went to an event called Funnel Hacking Live and if you know anything about that event, I mean, it's like 5,000 crazy. Event? Yes, yes. The Bronson <laughs> event. Okay, yes. Yeah, Russell Brunson. Russell Brunson, and Brunson. There we go. 
It was like 5,000 crazy entrepreneurs in one event. This was in like Orlando and they had like a huge event. It was almost like you were in a world of only people who were like you because entrepreneurs were all like the 1% crazy, right? So I finally am in this room and I'm like, oh my God, I'm not the only one in the world who thinks like this. And I know that sounds so crazy, but I was like in my own little bubble behind the computer for so long, I didn't have community at all. And so to now be in a room where I was like, I'm not alone in this. I've met some really great people now since then, you know, along the journey like yourself. And it's like, you might not have it in the beginning though, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And I didn't have it for so many years, like literally years. I, I was alone in this when everyone was telling me I was crazy. I was like, no, I'm not crazy. You're crazy for settling for a life that is not yours. I'm going to figure this out. And so same thing. It's like, they call you crazy until they like <laughs> call you a genius. Right. It's, <laughs> it does happen. Oh, it's it. that shift, but it's that like believing fine. in yourself when no one else does, I think is so important. Good. Well, I mean, let's, let's talk about that for a second. It's called rock bottom, right? Or yeah. like the quote unquote rock bottom. And I did, Jamie, you've been very open about where you've actually hit rock bottom. Yeah. You, you know, or you thought you did, I should say, you thought you hit rock bottom, whether, whether it was or not. I mean, who knows, but you were, you were at that point and you could have been easily like, you know what, Amar, I'm throwing in the fucking towel. I'm yeah. done with this. I'm going to go work for corporate America because I believe you also had, you, you were at, you were in corporate America at one point in your life, correct? Yeah, and, I was working at a car dealership. Yeah. And I mean, hey, I mean, there's job security there. Let's be honest. I yeah, mean, there was. <laughs> you mean, get trapped that, there for years. I mean, the same people as from when I was there that hated it at the time are still there. If we were to go to the dealership right now, same people are working there. There you go. Good stuff. And so you worked for the car dealership, worked for Corporate America. And then you, you know, you also started to go on your entrepreneur journey. Yeah. And you did not get the results you wanted. You did not yeah. get the results you wanted for a long time. A long time, right? I mean, yeah, so sure. like, let let people know, like, let, let, let us all know, like, you, you, you worked for a job that you were not happy with. And then you decided to take this leap of faith of being an entrepreneur. And I'll say it, you failed right away. Yeah. Oh, failed, yeah. A lot right? of times. A lot. Okay. She failed a lot of times. <laughs> Okay, so let's let's reiterate that. So yeah. you 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 work for corporate America, and then you were like, you know what? I want to go out there and be this entrepreneur. But you went out there and you freaking failed. You failed, and look at you now. Yeah, what's up with that? Because right now there's somebody listening that's been fired with their corporate job, or has started their business right now and is not making money. They're not making money right now. They're bleeding money. They're looking at their 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 credit card bills and statements and seeing, oh my God, this amount of money is about to come out. I'm about to be in the red again. Yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. Well, I would say my major aha moment came. I was like 15 years old and I was working for this company with my boyfriend, actually. So he was like paying me on the side, the money that he was making. And I remember we were sitting at the corporate office and I saw some guys that we were actually going on to car dealerships and taking off automotive parts and replacing them with new ones. That was their job. And so we were at the corporate office and I was watching these guys at the end of the day, come home from their routes and come back to the place after their routes. And they were throwing all these boxes away. But I saw then one of the guys was actually just throwing parts away into the garbage. And I was like, why is he doing that? Why is he doing that? Like they're still I don't understand this. And so it wasn't the first day that I did this, but at some point like that week or the next week, I actually like went to the dumpster 
I hiked myself up onto it. So I was, <laughs> it was huge. Like this was a big dumpster. And Jamie's, like, not, a, ones where, Jamie, like, Jamie's not a tall girl. <laughs> no, I'm not tall. So like, I literally, I got like a step stool or something, but I'm dangling into this dumpster by I'm my I'm just envisioning stomach. raccoons helping you in there or something yeah. like that. Raccoons. Yeah. It was disgusting. It was so disgusting. So I get in this dumpster and I'm, well, I was like dangling and trying to get the products out. Some were coming out, but then I was getting to the bottom. So I actually got into the dumpster, was pulling the parts out of the dumpster. And that night I decided to photograph them and throw them up on eBay for 99 cents. And I remember sitting there with my family around the, around the TV, we were watching like a movie or something. And my phone was going like, cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. My phone was just like going off like with the cash register sound because I wanted to know when money was coming in. <laughs> and my stepdad, actually, I asked him about this last week. And he's like, I remember that. It was so annoying. But that's when a light bulb went off for me. And it was like, oh, my God, I don't have to exchange time for money. I realized that at 15, all my friends were working at the movie theater. They were selling like starbucks like whatever but they were working for like what ten dollars an hour or something oh i just made 250 dollars and i didn't leave my couch what just happened right it was crazy and then I, I you know fast forward i was you know in florida with my family on the beach making hundreds of dollars i'm like oh my god i'm like 16 years old this is awesome this is the coolest thing i've ever been a part of so that's when like the real light bulb went off so then i tried to follow what people said got the job I was making like nearly six figures i was like 21 years old or something. And so that was a really big job that I had at this car dealership. I was like selling automotive parts on commission and yeah, I was pretty successful at it, but it felt freaking empty. Like I bought this brand new souped up Jeep Wrangler Rubicons with like this dope car. And I was looking at it outside my window as the seasons were changing. I was like, the only thing I want to do is take this car on a road trip to Colorado or go like explore in it, like go off-roading. And I asked my manager and I kept getting no. No, you can't take off. No, you can't. This other person's off. You have to work weekends, whatever. And I was like, this is, this is it. And honestly, like Mar, we talked about like not just going and quitting your job. I walked in and I just quit my job. I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. This is it for me. No I walked in and like, no like left. No. Wow. I just, just like, like let, I'm like, I'm done with this thing. Yeah. <laughs> being out the fridge and saying goodbye, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So I left and I, I thought it was going to be awesome. I didn't know I was looking at being a realtor. I was looking at going back to school. I actually did go back to school for a while because I was like, I need an MBA to be successful in business. I dropped out. I just actually put it two and two together. Like maybe a month ago, I was like, I'm a college dropout. Whoa, that's crazy. You and many other <laughs> successful entrepreneurs. Let me, let me be like, the first whoa. one to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. So I started private labeling products. I actually my first coaching experience was actually like teaching moms how to make a thousand dollars in a weekend by flipping thrift store items on eBay. <laughs> like that's where I started really coaching people. And yeah, I just was doing like physical product type of stuff, but it was hard. I invested money. I didn't have into coaching programs and inventory, got myself into a lot of debt, thought I was going to have to file for bankruptcy. Like literally was going to file unemployment. I mean, it was this big thing because I, I just the whole time I was not aligned with my purpose. And I, I'll keep saying that because I called my podcast that for a reason. But yeah, I, I wasn't passionate about what I was doing. And so I wasn't, I didn't care about growing it. And that really held me back for a lot of years, truthfully. You know what, I, you know what though, what I love that you said was I invested, yeah. not I spent. Mm. Because yeah. I mean, that, talk about watching your words. Because she said, I invested in myself in programs because- that's the one thing I'm going to tell you right now. I don't care if it's Jamie's program or any other program that you're going to go and invest in. 
if you invest in it, you will get a return. But if you look at it as an expense, it's it's gonna treat it's gonna be treated as an expense. So yeah. I love that you said I invested and yes, I lost money and yes, I almost followed this, but you still considered it an investment. And for I sure. love, love, love that. And I just wanted to give you kudos for for dropping that line because yeah. people don't realize that when you do, the most important investment you'll ever make is not going to be on an IRA. It's not going to be on a stock. It's not going to be on Bitcoin. It's not going to be on your second or third real estate home. It's going to be on yourself. For sure. I see it firsthand. If you would have, I, I, Jamie, shit you not, four or five years ago, you would have said, hey, Amar, what's the best investment? And and then you'd be like, yourself? I would have been like, yeah, you're crazy cult girl. You're Tony wow. Robbins. Like, you're Tony Robbins groupie. You guys are just living in your head. Like, I am being very like wow. ignorant and stupid, but I'm just, I want to just let you know that, like, it took me, it, it was so hard. I thought that the self-development world was just a cult of brainwashing people. Wow, really? Because it was just, because you don't know what it was. I would look at like the Tony Robbins. I'm just seeing everybody jumping around, right? Mm. And it almost made it feel like, and as I said, I'm being very honest. So anybody who's felt yeah. this way or feels this way, like you can understand I had to change your heart. So I was just like, is it one of those situations where the guy that's in a wheelchair all of a sudden is going to be like, oh my God, I feel my legs. I can walk. And then he's running up and down the aisle, high-fiving people. Like, I was like, this just doesn't seem right. But of course, of course, of course, I made it worse than what it was, built it in my head and, uh, and leaned into it. The problem was that I was insecure in my own self, which is why I judged others and judged the program and realized when I joined Rob Dial's program, like, holy shit, I'm right where I freaking belong. Yeah. And I'm around people like yourself and like a lot of our mutual friends that are able to like be a, just that healthy community that you spoke about. And we always, and I emphasize this. I mean, Jamie heard all my podcasts because she edits and, and produces them. I talk about community till every freaking day. That like, if you do not have a community, because I mean, Jamie, let's talk a little bit. I mean, we're both on here right now and we both rely on each other on certain aspects in our community. And it's like, I love that I can reach out to you for anything. And, and I hope vice versa. Like, you know, like I'll always, you know, we're, we're family. That's the way we do this. But the issue that I'm seeing with new people that join a program, they are just like, I don't, I don't want to reach out to Jamie. She's, mm. she seems too busy. I don't want to reach out to Amar. Amar, Amar's too busy. He's got family, but businesses, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, like you join a program. Jamie has an amazing, I'm giving her a free plug right here. She's got an amazing group coaching course right there that has an amazing community right there. And it's intimate as can be. And you're able to, you're able to like go out there and, and just seriously live the life that you're meant to be. But the problem is right now you talk yourself out of, Hey, you know what though? I don't, I don't know. I'm living my, I'm happy with the way my life is. If, you can say right now, I am happy with my life, then bravo, I am so proud of you. But if you're lying about that statement, nope, I take back my bravo and I'm not proud of you. Yeah. Just whatever you need to do, stop lying to yourself. That's like the one thing that I've learned through myself, my biggest, biggest self-development, my biggest, biggest nugget I learned is that I would lie to myself better than anybody, Jamie. Mm -hmm. I would justify not doing something fun because of work. No. I would justify not spending time with my kids and being like, nope, well, I, someone's got to pay the bills. So I can't do that. And I did that for years until I started the self-development journey that now my priority is my family. Number one is my family, Shannon and, and my four kids. That's my priority. 
and then everything else after. Yeah. And I never like, of course, everybody loves their family on that. But you always in my in my world, it was like work had to always trump family in a way because work supported the family mm. work took care of the family. But I am telling you firsthand, I did it all backwards. I am I am working. I am blessed to have amazing businesses. I'm blessed to be a part of a mentorship. I'm blessed to have amazing friends in my life like Jamie. But I can tell you, I would have never realized any of this if I did not take that first step into self-development. Mm. I just went on a long tangent right there. I got passionate right there. No, it's it's so true. Yeah, that's interesting what you say about the work-life balance thing because I feel like most people you know, that are in this society, they're in the system, they're going to get to their end of their lives and look back and be like, hold on, wait, that was it? Because they didn't prioritize their purpose and what was important. And I'm so happy that you've gone on this journey and you've experienced this shift because I bet, I mean, now you just tell me, like, how does life feel now versus how it felt then? Free. Mm. That's the difference. Have my response, have, has my responsibility changes? No. Has my business changed? No, we're actually busier as can be. It's my mindset has shifted. Like I now have prepared my business. I can tell you right now with my businesses that I have, I am fully staffed. I am one of the only locations that have an actual full staff with extra people. Why? Because that allows Amar to focus on other, other avenues of the business, also other business ventures and be able to have like my ultimate goal is to be with my family. You know, Jamie, that I'm, a, I'm big into sports, especially with my kids' sports. I have the opportunity to coach every single one of my kids' sports, which my dad, unfortunately, wasn't able to do because he had to work. Yeah. And to know that I was, oh my God, it was, like, it was amazing that like, because I had to be on the sideline this past Sunday, but Jamie, all right, I'll send you the, I'll send you the video afterwards, but my son Noah scored the coolest touchdown I've ever seen. I mean, I've been bragging about it. I've been sending them to everybody, but he was having a little confidence issues because he was, he was dropping the ball every time or they were double teaming him. Mm -hmm. So there was either, there was a spot where he was, he was being very discouraged and just an example of an eight-year-old boy being very discouraged because he's like, I don't know if I want to play football because I'm not get, getting an, a fair chance. So it was. So what did we do? We drew up a a trick play, and he was able to score. And because of that, I mean, I, I was able to catch it on. I recorded it because I was sitting on the sideline with my leg up because I just had a surgery. But Jamie, I, I, that was one of the most fulfilling, the, the most, the best feeling I've had in a long time. It can, tr it would trump no, my biggest month financially. It would trump my best vacation. That feeling to know that my son started that game off with a little confidence and then ended that game and was so confident, so happy. And I'm, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it because that that's that's what I live for right there like that's what I envision I don't you know at the end of the day I am confident enough like if God forbid and Rob Rob Dial has has said this he said this in like in a way that makes me feel confident if somebody comes out today and takes away everything takes away my businesses takes away takes away my businesses and I have to start from scratch I will be good to go and I'll be fine and I can make it back 
in freaking three to six months max. Why? Because I was able to finally get over the hurdle and hit some milestones that it would just get me there quicker. So it's like now I have now I have confidence in myself that I thought I had, but I really didn't. I was just once again lying to myself. But I have the confidence to say, you know what? I will accept whatever comes in. But at the same time, I'm going to live my life and I'm going to be present. And I'm going to my job is that if you can give your kids confidence, and I mean you can go down a hole because we're both parents, but I'm learning that if you can give your kids confidence, there's like a 90% chance that they're just gonna gonna be good to go and make some wise decisions. It all starts with self-esteem and confidence. Mm-hmm. And if you don't give your kids self-esteem and confidence at a young age, they're going to start looking for it elsewhere in their own ways. So <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just very passionate about that. So yeah, to, to, to get into the long winded question, like I, I am living my best life and Sunday was one of the best moments of my life. Oh. That's that touchdown from my, from my boy. Wow. Such a beautiful story. And I think this I believe truly the best way to show our kids confidence, self-esteem, and like purpose is by living it ourselves, right? Like why would they listen to us if we weren't confident, weren't living a life that we love? I mean, it goes back to why I didn't listen to my parents. Love you. But I didn't listen to my parents, right? Because I was like looking at how they were living and how they were feeling each day because I could see it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's not what I want. And so I didn't listen to anything they said, right? I was like the rebellious one. It was like, nope, you said it. I'm actually going to do the complete opposite of that. I literally lived by that for so long. Still and did you have a lot of confidence so when you were younger? Yeah. Yeah. You get, so you were just like, I'm your, well, I'm just going to. Yeah. <laughs> that was basically it. <laughs> but, but I feel like, right. It's like, if you're listening to this and you don't feel like you love your life and you're not being the creator of it and you're not confident in your decisions and you're not trusting your kids are going to feel the same way. Cause they're going to see you living that way. So it's like the best way to teach them these things is to do it for yourself. It's like to put on your own oxygen mask first and then help them put on theirs because they're going to see that you're actually living it. Right. We yes. can't just tell them to do it if we're not doing it. So that it's just like, right. A coach with their client. You can't tell your client to get a good morning one. Right. So it's same thing. I know that's, yeah, that's, that's a good, that's a good way. I just thought about it. I was like, yeah, that's, that's a, a good way of saying it. But like, you think about it right now as once again, like you, you're, you're right now, like starting to, if you're building your empire, like I've, yeah. I've, I've just to watch you blossom and blow up to where, where you are is amazing. But I'm going to call out Jamie right now. I'm going to call her out right now, right? On live, on, on the live, like breaking news, right? Where the heck is your RV? Uh, <laughs> so, I love that you're asking this. Yeah. So that no, I'm so going to ask her this because, because here's the deal, Jamie, the one thing that she's told me since, you know, when I was coaching her, when we were just on a coaching call, she kept on talking about, I, my, Steven and I want to have, get a camper or an RV and we want to travel. We want to get a camper and we want to travel. A camper, uh-huh. we got to travel. And she's now where she needs to be. So yeah, yeah. what is, I'm just putting you on the spot. You're on yeah. the air. When is Jamie going to get that camper and RV? Because Amar just upgraded and got himself another one. I know you just did. some memories. Yes. So what's up with that? You know, I love that you're putting me on the spot. And I'm just going to be like totally honest with it. This is like the one thing that I've wanted for the longest. I mean, Amar, it goes back way before I even knew you. you. Like This has been something that I've wanted for like six years. And where I'm at right now is we're actually out of our place. We've moved around, oh gosh, 
we've lived in gosh, like almost a dozen different places in seven years. Yeah, and, I found that out on that call. You mentioned it with Rob. Yeah. It was a game. But in so many different places. And so we're at Springs until January. So that gives us, you know, it's November now. So November, December, and then like half a month, right? So we have like two and a half months left. And I think my main struggle with this is we're looking at two different lifestyles right now. One is going and doing long-term Airbnbs in like Switzerland for a little while in Italy and Morocco and South Africa, right? Like we're looking, hey, do we want to do that and get an au pair and have like a nanny and a private chef and like all these things, right? And live like that kind of lifestyle. And like, I want a pool in our house, like that kind of thing, right? So we're looking at that side versus like, hey, we're going to get an RV and we're going to travel like the US. And and my side, I'm really leaning towards the RV side of things, but the reason I'm kind of held back by that is because we do have a two-year-old and like right now, you know, he goes to a nanny, like he's over at a nanny's right now, which is so hard to find a nanny and daycare, just saying. So he's like over there right now. And then we have a gym here where we get childcare. So we get some time for us. And so we're kind of looking at road life. Like that would kind of be harder with a baby. That's not a distraction. Right. Like I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm open to it. I'm like, it's still going to be fine. <laughs> I'm watching her. I'm like, let's do it. I'm, I'm just like, watching her like talk. I'm I'm like, just, I just want to know why. I, I know. You mentioned it way before. Very first call I've gotten with her. And she's uh, just like, that's my long-term goal. <laughs> and I'm just, I, hey, you know what? If we got to eat our own oh. dog food, if we're telling people live their dreams, do whatever it is. I, I want to know. You, you, we know, I know you can afford it. I know you can get it. I know it has nothing to do with the financial aspect of it, but you have the opportunity right now to actually fill one of your bucket list items and you're prolonging it. I just, I just want to know why, because if I was your client, you would make sure that I got my bucket list item. I know. So I think it's coming down to, to like, first off, deciding the A or the B, the travel RV or the Airbnb life. But then deeper than that, with the actual Airbnb, we're like, okay, do we want the Mercedes Sprinter that like can off-road and can do some epic like things and be more discreet? Or do you want the RV that is more spacious for like something if we're here and live this life for a year? So I think there's like just little tiny nuanced details. And Steve's thing is always like, where are we going to park it? We're not going to be sleeping in parking lots. Like I want an epic background each night, right? And so I think at Amar, it's like these little teeny tiny nuanced details that like I've tried to sit down and figure out. And then I'm like, I think I have clarity. I'm like, okay, we're going the RV route. And then we're like, yeah, but the, but the sprinter would be really mobile and we could go do all this other cool stuff. And so like, we'll, we'll make a decision. And then we keep just like inching back the other direction. And it's like, it'll be the Mercedes sprinter van one week. And then we're like, well, we want it bigger because we're going to go for longer. So we should get the RV. And it's just like freaking Amar. It is so annoying. Well, it's so frustrating. I can tell you right now. And I've learned <laughs> as this. you hear. As, yeah, I can see you going back and back and forth. Oh oh. the, the one thing I'm going to say to anybody who's right now heard Jamie talk herself trying it out in circles. I know the, you hear it. Question. Uh, but we all struggle with our own things okay (laughs) but but this is what's so funny is that and i see this and this is why i asked this question it was actually like a little method to my madness is that Uh we all envision we want to be successful we want to be successful we want to live our dream life and sometimes we don't have the opportunity to sit down and smell the roses and my advice to you jamie is with your amazing 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 partner steve and you're a beautiful son is that 
He's going to get older. He's yeah. going to think the Darby's are going to be corny and cheesy and not want to hang out with his family. Trust me, my eight-year-olds already were testing him with that. Oh my God. And where where I'm trying to say is that like, you are worthy of this camper, this RV, whatever the heck that you want. You've earned it and you wanted it. So stop trying to talk yourself out of it. If you're going to go to Switzerland or, or, or South Africa and all those badass countries that you're going to go and do the Airbnbs, by all means, badass can't wait to see see the content yeah. however come with a decision sooner than later that's just that's just one of like one of the things that i want to do because i feel like like i see i mean everybody you got to follow jamie and i mean her and steve they post some badass like they, they live in colorado and you get to see a lot of the beautiful mountains and the rockies and everything that's yeah. beautiful in colorado so you would just i mean and this country has a lot of beautiful land that you can go out there. So tell Steve, you know what? Maybe one night you will right. sleep in the Walmart parking lot. Like right. I did I, one yeah. night, but at the next day I was in a beautiful resort. So it all That's happened, true. but I want, I just don't want anybody to be scared. Once you hit your, once you hit your milestone or you, you get to where you're supposed to be, reward yourself. And that's why I'm giving Jamie a hard time. It's just yeah, like, no, reward, it. reward yourself. Yeah. Take care of yourself because if you're if you're not going to stop and smell the roses, you're gonna realize it's gonna be too late and be like, oh, that was a phase or whatever it is. Just enjoy it, get it. That's all. Oh, I love that. I, I, I love that. And well, and just so the listener doesn't feel like I'm totally all over the place. <laughs> no. I think I think the I think the main thing that I keep going back to, like with my vision and in, in living this travel lifestyle again, is the day to day. No matter what we choose, is the same right? The idea is that it's our family together doing epic shit, traveling and seeing cool places and experiencing different cultures. That remains the same, but that physical vehicle is different. And that's the only difference. And so I think too, like that brings a lot of clarity, but then also a lot of lack of clarity because I'm like, but the vehicle is also really important. But I, I think this is like a great, honestly, like a great Thing to bring this all full circle because what you just experienced me going through in my mind just then is what holds so many people back from actually yes. taking the first step of entrepreneurship. But understand this, the vehicle doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. The thing that matters is the vision that you hold, right? My vision of traveling with my family, being present with them, working four hour work weeks, that remains the same, but the vehicle can change. Okay. So just to wrap this thing up, it's like, just choose the freaking vehicle. You can always trade it in and get a different vehicle. Like, That's trust it. me, this is like going on in my mind this week, especially Tra get the vehicle and then trade it in next year. If you don't like it an upgrade, you know, That's what I just did. So exactly. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And thank you for allowing me to put you on the spot about that. Because as I said, yeah. I, once again, I hear, I hear so many amazing, amazing people like yourself, sometimes not, not be selfish. Not, not get what you want when you've put so much blood, sweat, and tears into that. And as I said, I'll say it again and again, it's sometimes you got to just stop and smell the roses because just something that I want to share quickly. I was talking to, I, I, I was talking to somebody that I haven't spoken to in like 20 years since high school. Right. And he was telling me that he's been working. He was in the military. He's been working like crazy. And he said that he was at home. And then he, he was at home after being away and traveling and, and just seeing his wife like on the weekend. And he said that I was sitting down and I was looking at my wife and he goes, and I was like, oh my God, I forgot how beautiful my wife was. Aww. 
And I, you know, and and I was just like, what do you mean you forgot? Like, you know, just, you know, how I was like, what the, fuck you, what the hell does that mean? Like, how do you? <laughs> and he was just like, he was just like, I am on this such go, 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 go that I'm worrying about the life for my wife tomorrow that I'm not even enjoying and spending time with her today. Wow. And I don't want, and I still find her the most beautiful, attractive person in the world. And I probably haven't told her that in probably 10 to 15 years. Oh, wow. And, but it's not that he didn't love his wife. It wasn't that it, it was the fact that he just kept himself so busy mm. and sometimes got, got to just stop and smell the roses. And that's why I said that, like, stop, smell the roses and appreciate, even if you didn't hit your goal, appreciate that you're working towards your goal. Even if you didn't get the results that you wanted and you even failed, it's okay. Failure is not the opposite of success. Failure is a part of success and move forward. Mm, for sure. Oh, it's so beautiful. This is awesome. I feel like we could just talk all day. I know. I know. That's what I was just thinking. I was just like, we could just go on for hours and hours <laughs> and hours. People would be like, wait, the leader's life six hour episode. What <laughs> six, is this? What the hell is this? A freaking series edition? Like, is it a part part like? freaking part eight edition or something yes oh my god love uh, it that's so great well yeah we'll definitely need to do this again yeah oh absolutely this is great too i felt like this is a good thing that like because you like you and i always touch base and always talk but this is the first time i think that you and i have gotten into kind of like what i see kind of what you see and how it all intertwines and it all it's all the same and kind of like i like what you said about it's not the vehicle, right? Like yeah. what it comes down to, it's just like, but you know what you want. And it's like, sure. God, like if there's one thing that I want you to get at this interview is like, I hope that you're waking up every morning and striving for what you want and deserve. That is it. Like if you can wake up in the morning and say, you know what, today I am 1% closer to where I want to be in my life, then, I, then, then my job's done. That is all it is. It's just to be 1%. I'm not asking you to build freaking, you know, Rome tomorrow. I'm not asking any of that. I'm just saying, if if you are not happy in your current situation, assess it, see what you need to do. Reach out to people like Jamie and myself. Like that's what we do. And see if you need that type of guidance, because there's one thing that I'm sick and tired of seeing is that I'm sick and tired of seeing people not living the, the life that they're meant to be because they want to please others or they want to, they're, they're uncomfortable or whatever it is. I'm just so over it. I see it too much. And it's like, start being selfish and start living for yourself. And if there's one thing I want you to get out of that is start being selfish and start living your passion for yourself. Mm. Oh, mic drop. Yeah. And, and I would say too, focus on growing your roots deep and stop caring so much about the vehicle, the gas mileage, the size, all the stupid little things. Just get in the vehicle and go. There you go. Put it so, on, so Amar, where can people find you, depending on which show they're listening on right now? Oh, on Instagram, Leaders Life Podcast. And I, I also have the Leaders Life Podcast with Amar, which is doing really well. Top 2% in the world. Thank you very much, yeah. Jamie. Uh -huh. And we're just growing and growing. We do a we do an amazing expert series with Jamie's, uh, like and other amazing people every Thursdays, and we launch on Tuesdays. And we're Jamie and I are working on something a little fun and creative coming up in the in the future. So mm -hmm. that's just kind of con what it comes down to. And my podcasts are eight minutes long, just to the point. And it just once again the goal to make you one percent better each and every day. 
Mm-hmm. How about you, Jamie? Where can Ooh. the listeners find and uh, hear and want to know what's going on with you? Yeah, Aligned with Purpose in Life and Leadership is my podcast. So kind of similar to Amar. They're pretty short, sweet, and to the point episodes, which I like. That's kind of the way I roll too. So that's where you could find me there. I'm over on Instagram. Got a brand new one, Coach with Jamie or LinkedIn, yes. Jamie Coleman, J-A-M-I-E-K-U-L-L-M-A-N. Sweet. So is that that? <laughs> yeah, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Well, thank you so much, Jamie, for showing up and being a part of the Leaders Life podcast and your amazing podcast. The fact that we're doing this, whatever you want to call it, integration is pretty badass. I, I can't wait yeah. to check it out. And I'm just looking forward to hearing this and whatever anybody needs. As I said, all that information is in the show note. And remember, follow us on social media. Let your family, friends, and tribes know about it. And remember, 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 leave a review. Five stars really helps people find this podcast organically. So with that being said, thank you so much. Remember, why not you? Why not now? I hope you all have an amazing rest of your day.